Hello everybody, a few thoughts about Google and SEO and ChatGPT and all the artificial tools out there. What's going on and does it actually make sense as a blogger to keep writing content using AI tools? And or actually, the other question would be, does it even make sense to stay on Google and to use Google? Now the question why this is coming up and I thought it's very interesting to understand. Uh, we have to dive in a little bit deeper and ask ourselves this question. What is actually Google and what's the language model chat GPT doing? And then what you are doing as a user, because keep in mind, literally Google only exists because you have the user, the content creator. If you as content creator wouldn't create any content, Google wouldn't have any content that it's going to curate and then spits out a list based on, well, I would say keyword research tools, right? So here comes now definitely a huge problem, I would say, for every SEO blogger, if you are a marketing company, if you're in the SEO business, or if you wanna make money also through advertising and everything that is related with SEO Google-based uh, you know, business, then this should, be very, very interesting to for you to think about it. Think about it. Now, a lot of the videos out there and a lot of SEO people say like, sure, I'm using AI tools in order to generate content and also to curate content, right? For your users, for people who are interested in some specific search keyword terms they're putting into Google and Google is listening and spitting it out. But think this through. What's the potential problem for Google and also what you th should think about it, if it would even, if it does actually right now even make any more sense to work on this. Now hear me through this. When you create now in ChatGPT content and you say like, I want to have a full outline of an article, blog post or whatever, and I want to have all the most important questions answered, FAQs, and so on, and I want to go really deep in one specific niche and you want to write all this, right? You type it all in and you curate content that already exists from ChatGPT, a database that is a language model that is a dynamic database, so to speak. And what you do is you take this content that actually lives already inside of ChatGPT. That knowledge is inside of ChatGPT in that database, in that language model stored, and you just extract static content that is not dynamic anymore and put it on a web page and on a blog. And that web page and that blog stays as a static content. So this seems to make no sense at all because all that content you are curating, you're talking about and writing about already exists in the source of the dynamic database called ChatGPT, the AI tool, the data language that contains all the, already that content. So now let's think this further. When everybody, millions of people, billions of people, I would say so, are now following this procedure, and they say, sure, we use ChatGPT to make my content better. And I write about maybe also additional stuff, but seriously, with this amount of data, with this crazy dynamic output, what people will then create much more content, of course. It's, it's, it's crystal clear that when 
everybody is doing this, think this through now, here comes the point. When everybody is now using AI tools and is pulling out information from ChatGPT's database and puts it in a static data content format and publishes it on a WordPress, then Google is becoming a cheap copy, a cheap copy listing machine of ChatGPT. So that's actually, that's what it is. Now think this through. Why would everybody in future actually go to Google and search for, a, I would say, so a listing that Google spits out that is anyways content that was originally curated and generated by a language model and an AI tool based, for instance, in this case, on ChatGPT. So when you think this through, it's crystal clear that pretty fast when everybody's jumping on this, all the millions and billions of blog posts out there will become nothing else than a cheap copy, than a cheap static copy of curated content that lives in its source also inside of ChatGPT. And on the flip side, we don't know what ChatGPT was actually extracting or using as a source of data from the internet. But I, as we can imagine, I believe it might have been also nothing else than it's sending out robots or whatever and bots to curate and to, you know, I would, yeah, I would say to curate all the content and then to bring it all together in a database and to try to sort it out and filter it out that this all this data that is provided kind of makes sense. Then the other question that came up said, but even if this is true, a lot of people said, but Bernard, Google will not go away. Um, and also what you still can do, you can't trust ChatGPT because you don't know if the content what ChatGPT was creating is actually true or not true. Well, so it is with any blog post. So, is, so it is with every publisher. So it is in social media. So it is if you have an opinion on something or you post something on all the other social media platforms, who knows if this is true? And by the way, who is governing actually the, the real truth? And who, who is actually saying it is okay that you should govern opinions or that there should be a censorship on some opinions you have because I feel this is offending or this is, this is not okay if you use these words. And how far do we, get, uh, do we go then with censorship if we basically would say, you know, uh, this social media platform doesn't allow this, AI doesn't allow that, Google doesn't allow this, other, other platforms, it's also then on, on, on video, of course, like it, it, it is like, it's really massive. It's like undetermined, I would say at this point, but what is really, really fascinating and interesting is also to see that people say like, oh yeah, AI is so bad, AI is so bad. But then on the flip side, we cannot forget if we create content and also if you write blog posts or whatever, this is your content, but your content will, will only be visible uh, if a private health company basically says, 
yeah, you are following our guidelines. You are doing what we believe should be done in order to show in our listings. Uh, and then we show your content to the users of our machine. So, I mean, when you think this through, this is also kind of like interesting, right? And my question to you, what do you think? Does this actually truly mean if Google or other, you know, search platforms in the world that are basically running now, it's, it's, it seems like a big competition. It seems like a new chapter, a new level of, uh, I would say, getting and gathering information, right? What do you think? Is this already, can we say like gone? And will it be sooner or later dead if Google isn't also changing like completely the way the old listing? Because what I can imagine is uh, that maybe in five years already, uh, if there is no change in this old listing, because literally it's nothing else than SEO became basically like you write lists. And even when you write lists, you also see like most of the time when you get content and if you search for something, you get always lists. Uh, and I also realized in the last two or three years, it became so dominant when I was looking for something and I was looking for some advice or whatever. All I got is a list, a list, a list, but that's not an actual help. And I'm also, I think I would put a big question mark out there if this is actually the way we want to go or what Google actually pushed. Was this actually okay? Was this actually fine? And I'm also thinking as a content creator, when you have a unique content written, uh, even so when you do that, usually the vast majority of, I would say, uh, content that is out there is actually that ranks really in the top 10 in any kind of, of topics. It's most likely like curated and it's nothing else than if you think about it like 500 years ago or whatever, when people wrote books, they curated data where they spoke to other people and said like, what could you find out in this specific, you know, field you have been studying? And then they have been discussing it, but they have been documenting it and writing it down. And then they said, we create chapters or we create like, you know, all those different uh, studies we put together and uh, publishers went then out to other people and said like, hey, haven't you been doing some research work in this field or in that field? And then they curated this content and then they published it, right? Sure thing. Um, there is definitely also data out there and language models where content is not curated. For instance, if you write a book, if you're a book author and you basically say like, well, my content is just totally unique from my brain and I didn't use any other curation like process or it was totally just written by you. But still, if you would start today a new blog post, if you would like to start an SEO strategy, if you use keyword tools, if you say like, sure, I want to rank in the top 10. Unfortunately, what everybody's doing is like, what do I need to do that I can rank in the top 10? And that means I need to listen to the private company called Google, follow their policies, follow their rules, play by their rules in order to become visible. 
that's also, I would say, another big question mark for every content creator um, because JetGPT is just the beginning, I would say so, from a total different new dynamic way of finding content, curating content, uh, and basically that's of course different is it's not a platform at this at this uh, moment where you could create content your own content absolutely your own content also feed the machine with something right uh, I don't know what the future will bring from this AI tool I just think it's very very interesting and I'm also curious how Google will react to it because at this point I can clearly say Imagine if everybody would start doing or stop actually using uh, Google and everybody is pushing more into the AI tool. I would also argue and say like really if the whole Google listing machine becomes a big copy of curated content from ChatGPT, why would I still go to an old outdated static listing system from Google? So that becomes really, really, uh, I would say the question. And then imagine at this point, there is no advertising business model um, available. That means, you know, this chat GPT or whatever is dynamic, but, and, and, and it's just open right now for testing and seeing like how this takes over, I would say. So it takes massively over already, but in general this dynamic feature is so powerful right i mean look about if you would like to learn to become a coder you don't know how coding works you can literally ask in a dynamic way the machine help me to explain what line 102 or whatever means describe it to me what is this code doing how can it learn coding how can i start learning programming and you can interact with the machine or the language model whatever we want to call it and that is nearly impossible also with Google. It's like, it's not nearly impossible, it is impossible because all you can rely on is listings and they are static and they are not dynamic. So this is one thing. And then imagine, I, I really think if other language models will be published and there will, I, I strongly believe ChatGPT is just the beginning and we will see like in the next four to five years, other language models popping out from other companies, from uh, other developers. They are also working on this. And then to monetize it, I can see here, of course, like a crazy market. It's the next multi-billion dollar market that most likely will explode massively and completely, I would say, uh, disrupt the internet. And big players like Google, I would definitely say that they will be disrupted heavily because imagine if um, those AI tools like ChatGPT are implementing advertising, right? So that means advertisers can now basically show up in any way if you have any question or any search terms interacting with ChatGPT in a similar way like it runs in a model uh, with the Google machine right it would be a similar model with the dynamic uh solution for an ai tool like ChatGPT. i mean imagine if i would be an advertiser right now 
and I would like to show my product or reach my audience, then it could be the same model. If ChatGPT, somebody's using it and they're asking, I don't know what uh, the best uh, running shoes I would like to see or whatever, then I can imagine somebody who is selling running shoes would be highly interested in saying like, okay, can I show my ad there, right? So as we can see, I think that this is really, really like very interesting to think about it. And then I see also the business model for every anybody who thought he can make long-term a living with SEO and building web pages and home pages. Uh, I think that might become sooner an end than you think, because this is literally really disrupting also the entire SEO business. It will swap out or change also the advertising business. And then I believe if this is really the case, most likely all the static blog pages that are static, they are not dynamic. They can't be updated as quick as a dynamic source as well. They will tank, everything will tank. Um, because here is, an, is, is another big difference, right? Imagine you're a blogger and you built up a blog, whatever blog that is, a finance blog, a bio blog, a news blog. I mean, you know, there are so many changes constantly. And let's say you have been writing something, even if it's an evergreen content, but there is always news or updates and changes, adoptions, whatever, you know. And you can definitely see that, imagine you wrote 10,000 blog posts. You have all the internal links, it's all static. Uh, even if you use plugins or whatever, but content is changing. And how do you update that? how do you update static content? It's always like, oh, I need to go back to a written book that I curated and I have all those pages, but now I need to remove this or change that and say like, this was actually, this is not correct anymore. And we know how much work this is. If you're a blogger, you know, if you're in a niche that is maybe also heavily relying on updates and changes, then you know what that means. And when you compare this now to a dynamic exchange in a, a dynamic database that gives you content automatically and spits it out as long as that database will be also automated uh updated of course and i believe that will be the case i think that's non-stoppable well then you see also that power right it's unbelievable so anyways and you know i the, the reason why I think this is so interesting is because I see now so many SEO blog posts and SEO bloggers talking about like how to use all those AI tools from Chesper and to, you know, ChatGPT and whatever is out there. I have seen already, of course, uh, WordPress plugins where you uh, install this plugin and it seems like they have an API created that connects with an AI software and then you write a headline and once you wrote the headline it spits out basically chapters you should cover for that blog post and then once again if you ask these que questions basically for the headlines you get the full content of these headlines and the blog post was completely automated generated for you completely. So when you think this further, you can create basically plugins already to tell the plugin or the API connection 
don't stop, keep writing and publishing content in an automated process. And I'm telling you, if I would most likely hire a really talented developer, I am pretty sure that they can already generate a code for you and write this tool and program to say like, you know what? I want to make sure that my content keeps my tool, my, my plugin keeps writing. It will never stop. So basically on, on an auto, on, on autopilot, basically it, it, it will tell me, I will tell it the system, write me everything about finance or write me everything, you know, about whatever topic you have, fishing and dog sitting or whatever. Right. And the machine will infinitively, like it's an infinite machine. It will never get tired until you unplug it, I would say, but it will create content, static content based on a dynamic database. The machine was trained or whatever, and it will spit it out. And that's now here, here comes the point, you know, what does this make any sense anymore? What does it make sense if all this content is already existing in a dynamic database? It's already living in there. All the knowledge is there. Why would you still then extract it and put it on a static page to put it later on on, a, on an old outdated listing on a Google search engine? And so this doesn't make any sense any, anymore to me. And again, if I repeat myself, imagine if everybody is using now AI and ChatGPT and Chespin, whatever, but it's all based on one language model, millions and billions, basically all the web pages you will find online will then be nothing than a copy from the database of ChatGPT. And I would say it's a cheap copy because it's also not an updated dynamic copy. It's then basically nothing else than a static content that was extracted. And that book will get really fast in this time where we're living now. It will get really fast, dusty, very dusty. And I don't think that's the future. So, yeah, I'm really curious what you think about it. Let me know what you personally believe. If you know the SEO, you might have made money with blogging in the past through advertising or like even you sell your own products or whatever. If this is actually already ending right now, or if you think, no, 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 no. Uh, you might think that AI will be banned or AI will be destroyed or the machine learning will lose. But quite frankly, as we can see this hype, and also understanding that those dynamic language models can be very helpful in many cases, right? Can be extremely helpful to learn. I don't think that's going anywhere. I see it more the other way around when people say Google isn't going anywhere. I would say it will go somewhere else. It will be pushed away unless they would also jump on a different system in the near future because I believe that this whole AI generation dynamic language model, right? However you want to call it is now really changing everything. It's changing the entire, yeah, SEO world. I would say it's turning it upside down in, in my opinion. And 
when you also look at the speed of ChatGPT and that you can use it as a dynamic content, I also feel like it is definitely uh, more user friendly because yeah, at the end I can definitely basically say like, look, I can interact, I can dive deeper into something and I can gain quicker knowledge and information about something as if I would go to a possible outdated listing system that Google provides. Because also when you look at those uh, blog posts, then you know there might be blog posts that are not updated from the content creators because you can't update as quickly as a machine can. And yeah, then I would say like, I'm not even sure if I'm up to date right now, right? And as we all know as users, we want to have the freshest, most up-to-date content. You also see it on YouTube. If you are trying to find something and you see there was a tutorial made, I don't know, 10 years ago, it might be useful. It might have evergreen content in it, but as we are as humans, if I see a tutorial that was just released three months ago, um, I prefer to click it because I think it's not as outdated what happened 10 years ago. I think it's much more valuable or up to date because in 10 years, a lot of stuff could have been changing. So anyways, uh, this is just my thought process and I'm curious how you think about it. Let's debate, let's talk. Uh, sure thing, make your comments below this video. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts and what you think about it. And uh, until then, I wish you uh, a lot of fun exploring all the AI tools out there and see how it can be helpful for you. Cheers and talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.